All right, dudes and dudettes, welcome to another wonderful edition of the Internet Nobody's Podcast. And uh, let's see, I'm looking through my magical screen here. Who do we have with us today? Hello, my name is Dale, and I follow the Witcher code. Hi, I'm Pete, and don't believe the propaganda of Monster Girls. They're dangerous. I'll take one for the team and go it alone. Hi, I'm Terrell, and everything I do is for the greater good. And I'm Freddy, and I was transported to a faraway land, into a world where monsters rule. Hell yeah. I mean, they're probably going to do a better job than some people. <laughs> Let's be honest. Depends. Most people are going to do a better job than we have. Well, yeah, that too. <laughs> So what are we talking about today, Freddy? So today we're talking about, well, we've done the isekai, so uh, our next logical progression to that is talking about which best worlds would we like to live in and which worst worlds would we not want to live in. So, Terrell, I know you have a particular worst world in mind. Okay, so I've been waiting to jump on the bit about this one for like, I don't know, an episode and a half now. Um... Anything Warhammer, specifically Warhammer 40k, because I gotta delve into the Age of Sigmar stuff, or the fantasy stuff, but 40k is hands down, hands down, at the very least in terms of humans, well, anybody for that matter, it sucks. Do not want. Do not want at all. Imperial Man, it's either you live the shittiest life, you're a fucking floating skele- uh, skeleton fucking skull, um, or you're out on the front lines and if you retreat, they're gonna shoot you in your back. Or your face. So let, let's start gut. with. <laughs> yeah, for the... people, not 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 talking about myself, of course. I mean, you know, <laughs> for people who may or may not know what this Warhammer is of what you These speak. Hammers of. of war. So, so what is this Warhammer 40k specifically? Is a it's a tabletop game that has like a lot of backstory to it as well. There's multiple books. There's multiple games. You can find the uh, the games on Steam and stuff like that as well. Um, and stuff like that um it's about humanity well not just humanity but the whole entire galaxy it's it's a dark sci-fi series about like just constant war between several races yeah and underlying bold italicize highlight and any other thing that you need to do for dark because i mean underline yeah underline highlight so, you have the Imperium of Man, which is pretty much all humanity trying to wipe off any Xeno race or quote-unquote heretics. Uh, you have the Chaos Army, which follows either one of four Chaos Gods. You have is it Korn. Four? I thought it was more. It's four. It's Korn, Zinch, Korn, Zinch Nurgle, and Slanesh. Scientologists, got it. Um, No, not really Scientologists. Or demons. Yeah. No, demons. Slanesh is the weird one because that one is like the embodiment of lust along with like a bunch of other things and it gets no, very Slanesh, Slanesh is pleasure to well, the extreme. Yeah, I, I just gave horny it like a Scientologist. It's yeah, not even horny, it like, it's it's, it's, it's murder. Yeah, it's it's, it's straight oh my murder. God fucking. blood orgy Scientologist. It's straight that's, murder that, fucking that's how yeah. yeah, that's how Slanesh was created because the Eldar, which are basically space elves were at a height of decadence, and because they were doing so well, they just gave, like, they gave way to all, like, gave abandon to all recklessness and just 
were murdering each other in the streets, just fucking in the streets, and all that chaotic energy. Just a good old time, I see. Yeah, basically. Um, Just a good. I I was gonna say good Christian, but it's more like a good Catholic time. (laughs) No, because Catholics hate sex. (laughs) Oh shit! No, no, they don't. They love it. No, they no, they hate it. (laughs) (laughs) I think um, I would know on the outside. On the outside, they hate it. Anyway, but um, so then you have corn. then you have corn. corn, who's all about like. So there's a series called Infrared Text to Speech. So for anybody listening, watch it. <laughs> I don't remember what episode, but they summarize all four of these gods very accurately. Uh, corn is all about like uh, survival of the fittest to a degree. It's all about fighting, murdering. Like you, if you ain't strong, you ain't shit, and you're dead. More blood for the blood god. More skulls for the skull throne. Yeah. Um, the, the famous phrase. God, lit, what was it? It was more blood for the blood god, more skulls for the skull throne, lit the galaxy purge or something like that. I used to be able to belt out that whole entire line off the top of my head. Uh, you have Zinch, who is always like, who is like manipulative, planning something. It's it's always about magic, some something or psychers, not magic, like, but psychers. Yeah, psychers, which are basically people with just high psionic energy. Um, and then uh, Nurgle is, Nurgle's the reason why, like, a vast majority of the Warhammer 40k I would not want to be in, because that is just, like, you have, um, space marines where their guts just overly bloated, and their intestines hanging out, it's just, like, de- decay to an extreme degree. Nurgle decay, loves plague, it's just... Disease, yeah. pestilence, just sickness, it's just... Anything that makes you feel bad, that is all it, Nurgle is about. Yeah, it's like, in a weird way, these four Chaos Gods could be summarized as that world's version of the four Gods of the... Or four Horsemen of the Apocalypse, four Gods of the Apocalypse, that works oh, too. Oh, shit, yeah. If you think about it, it's a very twisted way, but it is pretty close. So um, is this a video game? It's, it's a video a... game. It's a tabletop game. It's a book series. It's um. It's some a people have done. Yeah, again. it's it's all over the place. You ever been to um? What's it called? That Brothers Grimm and seen like the, the big tabletop with little miniatures. Yeah. Yeah. Like that. the armies of miniatures. Yeah. That. Yeah, oh, that's Warhammer. But okay. the lore is so like in depth and in like tangible. That you you realize how fucked up this world is, like yeah, it's like extremely instance, fucked up. The the leader of the humans is the god emperor, and he is basically a rotting corpse on a throne that is sustained by sacrificing uh, how many lives a day? Is it? Uh, I want to say at least a thousand or so psychers, specifically psychers a day. Give but then take. also. It, it requires more sacrifice. I think it's like yes. ten thousand human lives a day have to be sacrificed in order to keep them alive. Something like something like that. They legitimately sacrifice human lives to keep this one person alive, who is the, Even imp- the god king speak. or the god emperor of mankind. Um, then you have these things called the Necrons, which are, long story short, metal zombies, zombie skeletons. Yeah. And uh. The reason metal why zombies. I would not want to see so them... They, they play hardcore metal? Mm, hardcore so Egyptian metal, if anything. <laughs> oh so yeah, they're all about Ziggurats and shit. 
Yes. Um, but the thing with them is like the one thing that that puts them on like dead on my list. They have these things called flares, which are just Necron melee units that have like long claws, long like bladed claws and stuff like that. They will skin you alive and wear your flesh. Literally, they will wear your flesh. That whole the whole entire and that's just like a fucking purview on some of this shit. It gets weirder. Um, but um. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, even, no. Even like, there's even like the bad, the bad factions within like the human empire, like the the Inquisition, who just so basically the God Emperor's word is law, and he can't speak, so they interpret that how they will based basically, on his old writings. Basically, take the Salem witch hunt trials and turn that shit up to a thousand. Yeah, and it's just it's literally just like. Oh, did you forget to like take out your trash on a Friday in the second like year of like the third lunar cycle? Burn you heretic. heretic. Yeah, they'll either burn, they'll either burn you with a small like flamer, which is like a well a flamer or a hand flamer or a, a freaking they got stuff. They will burn you on the spot or shoot you on the spot. They are judge, jury, and executioner, and Dread has nothing on these guys. Yeah, every Inquisitor is just like, I have a terrible guilt and rage inside of me that can only be quelled by the blood and subjugation of the unclean. And it's just yeah. like, oh, okay. Okay, have a great day. And yeah, yeah they're all, it's basically just like a, it's basically a, oh God, what's the term? Secret police Um, that is just fanatics. And they're, they're not even secret. Everybody oh, knows about the secret, Inquisition. Like, yeah, I mean, everybody knows yeah. about the, the inquisitors of the of the human. <laughs> Everyone expects the Inquisition in this world. <laughs> really? No, they do. <laughs> they do. Even the people who are above them were like, "Well, if we do this, the Inquisition is probably going to show up because heresy is on their heresy radar is running red." And it's just like, "Well, yeah. we're actually here to stop it," but they're going to think we're doing it and we're not doing it. And like even other like basically, so it's the gist of like Warhammer is just like, yeah, like. It, it, it's this war-torn universe and like just the daily person will maybe might get sacrificed to sustain the god emperor like maybe the necrons are going to show up and flay you and maybe then you get eaten by the tyranid uh, yeah by the tyranids i was or gonna just, say the tyranid yeah explain the tyranid basically i don't know i don't know i mean everything you're saying definitely sounds horrible but blood orgies. <laughs> I mean, yeah. You would not want to be a part of that. You, they I will, mean, they will literally take meat hooks, just and hang you by like the ends of your skin from the ceiling. I mean, there's Unless people that you... do that for fun anyway. You ever seen those people? No, I mean, I mean like, okay, those are probably like tamer meat hooks. I'm talking about full blown like you could hang like a good 200 pounds off this son of a bitch. Gotcha. Yeah, like, it's basically like the, thick, the only people thick metal that has not been cleaned. The the only people that are like happy in the world of like Warhammer are the people that submit to the chaos gods because like and those are some fucked up individuals. Not even then, even it, the Tau are also like on point. Like people from the human Imperium have left the human Imperium to go with the Tau. As long as you're not a dick in Tau society, you won't get castrated. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's how they kind of keep people in line, isn't it? That's how they keep the humans in line. Oh god. But yeah, also uh, and yeah, so other threats include the orcs who are just 
all they want mushrooms. is destruction. Yeah, they're basically fungus people. That they are literally destroy. fungus. They are literally fungus. They also have the power of imagination on their side, which sounds like a joke, but it's not. If no. folks believe something enough, it becomes true. Which is why, which is why That's their bullshit. gun, their weapons only work for orcs because they're just thought consciousness go. This gun works, and then yeah. if you take that gun away from an orc and give it to like a human somewhere in the far fuck of space, it will never work for them. It's just a mishmash of trash. If an orc believes enough that its gun has unlimited ammo, it does. That's bullshit. And it will they're actually fire real bullets. Hacks, I say it will actually fire real bullets in the hands of an orc. Do you, do you know do you know why orcs paint their vehicles red? Because red makes it go faster, and it does. <laughs> but I I'm pretty sure that's true in real life. I mean, you also you gotta also make sure you put the racing stripe on it, otherwise it just won't. No, they put flames on theirs because yeah, it goes extra flame. faster. Flames are for war. Racing stripes my, are go fast. My, one of my favorites is uh, orcs will paint things purple because purple makes it stealthier, and it yeah. does. So because this is amazing. It's the power of belief. So, like, an so, orc will be like, oh, I lost my arm. Uh, if you take that, like, snot and put it where my stump is and attach my arm, it'll it'll fix. Or just put this what giant this metal claw to my arm. this power of friendship bullshit that I am just being regurgitated right now? That's literally Basically, what it is. I mean, everything they do for, and you're going to have to excuse me because I'm going to take my headphones off and move it away from me for a hot second. Oh, uh, yes. So heads up to everybody else, like headphone warning real quick. But everything Can't they do is for the wog. Yeah, it's for the wall, which is uh, W-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-
If not, like, there possibly is no the worst. joy. Possibly, yeah, possibly one of the worst. The, the the only joy are the people who are causing suffering and misery. Yeah, like because I would choose. I would choose to go into the 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 universe of Berserk over this shit. Oh God, yeah. Like I have a chance there with this shit though. I don't have a choice. It's yeah, either shit. fight the fight fight like. It's either fight to live or live in the world's sucky situations. Yeah, in Berserk, if you just live like a normal life, just like a farmer or a merchant, like you're fine. Thing, most things will probably fly over your head. But yeah, so so as Freddy, long as you're no one important there, like <laughs> yeah. So Freddie, what do you got for us? Either best or worst. I think let's start with the worst and then go to the best. So, yeah, I'll hit the best later on. That one yeah. I just needed to get out of my system. <laughs> So, I have a list of the worst, but I think one of the worst ones I'd want to live in is Repo the Genetic Opera. Oh, my oh, God. That's a good one. That's a good pick. So, Ooh, anyway. Freddy just wants to sing songs while he rips out organs. Exactly. That's a good pick, actually. So, anyone who hasn't seen Repo the Genetic Opera, it's a post-apocalyptic? It's dystopian. Dystopian. That's the word yeah, I was dystopian. looking for. A dystopian future where organ failure is, like, the number one cause of death and uh, there's a company called Geneco, which makes organs that you can, I guess, lease would be the proper yeah, term. Yeah, lease. Lease them. But if you don't pay on time, the repo man comes and literally just murders you, takes the organs back. And it's just, everyone's in poverty. It's, there's uh, rampant drug use. There is... It's just it's just one of the worst things ever because if you like miss one payment, you're dead. It's what happens when the corporate machine wins. Yeah. Yeah. The grand example. Yeah, it's it's Eesh. yeah. And then you know the only people who are really doing well are like the repo men, which is a bunch of them. But and then uh, the uh, what's it the Largo family, who are the people who are pretty much in charge of Geneco. Everyone else is just kind of like, well, go fuck yourself. Yeah, for God. the most part, like, the, the Largo family is a bunch of sadists. Like, you got, uh, was it, was it Paris Hilton? Paris Hilton. Um, yeah, she she's addicted to surgery. Mm-hmm. Um, she's, it's Amber Sweet. Uh, Luigi. She's addicted is... to the knife. <laughs> addicted to the knife? the knife? Addicted to, addicted the, to the knife. knife. You got Luigi, who's just like a rageaholic, who, like, will just literally stab you and walk away, and that's it. You, you could just be like sneeze the wrong way at him or like look the wrong way at him and it's like stab you. Then, um, it's a Pavi who is just the biggest womanizer. That's really yeah. his thing. Yeah. He's just probably like the least worst of the three children. Cause all he wants to do is just get laid. I mean, and you know, the best character in that. Uh, oh, Zydrate is the Yeah, that was, yeah I was just looking that up. Zydrate comes Which, in a little glass vial. Little glass vial. A, little a little glass, glass vial? God damn it. I was just looking that up. <laughs> yeah, my favorite character in that is the Grave Robber. He is the yeah. best character. That's uh, Terrence Sadunik, who I've met a few times and who's one of the nicest dudes I've ever met. He's really good. And he has a really good comic. I can't remember the name of it, but... I remember meeting him at a convention again, like the first three issues. It's like takes place outside of Disneyland, and it's like have the most happiest place in the world has the most depressing place in the world right next to it, and it was such a really good like contrast. Oh, so he likes yeah, he I likes making really depressing stuff. 
actually, actually, I looked it up. Uh, it is a post-apocalypse. Okay. Oh, it takes yeah. place in 2056, and epidemic of organ failures have des- bleh, devastated the planet. Damn. Yeah. I thought it was dystopian, but yeah. No, it it, well, it's probably a post-apocalyptic dystopian. Yeah, something like that. Like, it's definitely a combination of things. And that one, that, yeah, that's a good pick, Freddy, because, like, damn, I low-key slept on that. <laughs> a, friend of mine, a friend of mine showed me that movie, and I remember watching it, like, from start to finish with her. And I was just like, what the fuck is up with this place? Like, yeah, I would no. get the hell up out of Dodge. Because I know <laughs> I'm going to miss a payment on something. And, like, oh, yeah. Yeah. it's going to happen. And then I'd have to be on the run for God knows how long. It, it's oh, yeah. Happened, it's happened to me, and, like, thankfully the people that I missed that payment on, they're like, that's eh, fine, it happens to everyone. <laughs> I'm like, oh, good. Oh, God, I just saw the box office numbers on this movie. Oh, there. Dude, budget, $8.5 million. Box office, 188000 I know. Oh, that's sad. Oh. That was a good movie. It, it really was. There was so yeah, much cut that... from it, too, that they couldn't oh, afford to... My favorite song is not in the movie. Oh, it, oh, uh, needle. Yeah, needle into a bug. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. So Pete. So me. Yeah. So you. So, I don't really have a, an order. I didn't really write everything in an order. I just like wrote a stream of like, consciousness. Yeah. No. <laughs> but listen, we're not getting into Evangelion, which is also a world I wouldn't want to be a part of. Yeah, I'm gonna have to second. Vo- I'm gonna have to back that one up too. Like as, yeah. as cool as I would it. think it is, nah. There's like it's mm. a, it's supposed to be our a parallel world of ours where. Yeah, that, that's why I wanted to mention is like, do we want to talk about worlds that are our world, but there's just like something different about? I th- now I thought we were talking about like. All, like not our world. I thought we were talking about like fantasy worlds or like worlds that aren't based on a parallel Earth. Uh, or anything. Just like anything kind of fictional. It's, it's, yeah, yeah, I was just gonna fictional. hit the whole entire grand scheme of things. But, but... I, I would say things like Harry Potter, where it's like it's our world, but there's a thing we don't know about. I don't think that really meets the criteria. Fucking Shadowrun yeah. would meet the criteria, though. Uh, uh kind of. What do you mean, kind yeah. of? I mean, Aztec oh wait, no, no, no. Me- no you're, you're right. Meets meets the criteria. Sorry. I thought you said didn't meet the criteria. No, meets the criteria because as as Shadow Run also terrible. <laughs> but anyway, Freddy. I mean, no, Peter. 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 Sorry, you're both tall. Me. I get you confused. I know we're so tall <laughs> is... over the internet. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to distinguish us. Yeah, our voices um, give away height. <laughs> but yeah, like I just have like a list of things that I wrote yes or no to. But then, I, but then you just get to like interspecies reviewers, and it's just yes in all caps. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, yeah. If, you, if we want to go into that, that's also my best world. Yeah, me and Dale go, gonna be uh, teaming up, taking out uh, the uh, you know the sucky girls. Now, now, to be fair, for anybody that has seen this show, I'm pretty sure it's, it's going art. to be a lot of people's favorites. There's, there's, yeah. So there's no yeah. real like debating as to like who's tackling what. I mean, what? as far as we can tell, there's literally nothing wrong with that world. <laughs> well, literally, the only issue is, like, stray monsters. That's it. Because they have a political, like, stance on things, and apparently their government is very well put together. And not only that, the monsters... Like, monsters that you think would be an issue, like maybe orcs or demons or something like that, it's like, no, they're all civil, they understand each other, and they understand that 
fucking getting laid solves lots of problems. I mean, that's the orc, like, standby is, like, eat, drink, fuck. That's all we care about. <laughs> and that's, like, the yeah. sustaining economy. Eat, yeah. drink, fuck, repeat. Yeah, and it's a great... It's, a, it's, a, it's why they keep winning. That's why they keep winning their elections. I, I, I think that's, the... that's world building right there. It's fucking world building. Yeah, I, I think that's like, the yeah. biggest reason why I like it, though, is because it's, like... Monsters, monster species that you think that wouldn't have like great sentience in this show great sentience to be like, yeah, we don't want to fuck the world over, but we do want to fuck you. Wanna, <laughs> wanna fuck. We just want to fuck the world. We, we just don't want to fuck. fuck it over. Yeah, yeah. It's great because but you yes, get to see that. <laughs> not only that, like they like at the end of the series go into like how they like because apparently our world exist in a parallel world and they're like the one of the demon the demon queen or whatever is discussing it with her one of her friends who's like a, a head mage and they're just like she's just like man i really wish we could go to this parallel world they have flying machines and stuff and she's like yeah but they don't have magic and she's like so and she's like well imagine what life would be like without magic and they're just like um, we use like spells and stuff to prevent um, dangerous diseases and from getting pregnant. Oh yeah, like sex. every literally every brothel is built on a foundation of a magic room that prevents pregnancy and STDs. And that is amazing. Yeah, yeah it, it's just so, the general concept that this show like stands upon in terms of like how do you tackle this with magic? How do you tackle that with magic? Because it's a fantasy yeah. world that has magic in it, so it's just like we have a solution for almost everything, almost everything. Almost. Almost. But once once they find out that our world has to use something like condoms, they like were like, "That's fucking terrible." <laughs> yeah. Oh god, I can't remember the name of that uh that mage because she's like super important. Uh, give uh, me a second, I can look. Okay, up. uh, Demia Duo Dectet. That's a name. Mostly everyone just calls her Demia. Yeah, okay. yeah. it's it's easier. But yeah, she's like the most powerful mage in the world, and she like invented a lot of that shit. Yeah, but the other cool thing about that about that show though is that like, and this is probably a thing that some people would have an issue with. That's y'all, not us. So this is all opinionated. So keep y'all's shit there. Just saying. But uh, no, the grand general public, just like keep y'all shit there. This is an opinion. I'm not sorry. Is that uh, you see an you see an angel you see an angel break its halo and they're getting experience this whole entire world in a whole new light. Oh yeah. So you get to see a heaven born being come to earth, essentially not return back to heaven because they have a broken halo. So you get to like somewhat experience what they're experiencing for the first time because they've never experienced food, they've never okay, experienced yeah. any ounce of like physical yeah, pleasure fr- and stuff. Frame like is that. Uh, what was the term like the the conduit for like the uh, the audience? Oh, the the vessel. Yeah, the vessel. Yeah, I think there's a specific the vessel, term, but yeah, there I'm pretty sure there is, but they're essentially the vessel. It's not your standard like oh, this human from another world is now experienced. Like no. This person is from this world. They just don't know what any better because they're just an innocent little alien. Yeah, like Stun- Stunk and Zell know everything about it, but oh, uh, they're corrupt as all it, get it's, out. <laughs> it's it's the audience point of view. That's what, yeah, I think that's yeah. what's they they want they want to go to heaven so they can bang angels. <laughs> Which like uh, <laughs> apparently they don't because uh, Krem had never had sex prior to meeting them. I mean, that's assuming that no one else has ever found a way to heaven. Yeah. I gotta look that up I though. Mean, That's interesting. I kind of want to read will. that. 
But um, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah they'll I'm find sure a way. But um, like it's it... just that Krim is just an interesting standpoint that they used in Angel, which I know in most scenarios a lot of other people are gonna have an issue with that. Which is why you saw like some Yu-Gi-Oh cards get like fucking changed oh, up yeah, when they yeah. came to the states oh, and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. That's why I was like, this is gonna be a problem for some people. That y'all keep your shit there. This is just an opinion nah. piece. Oh. You know what the real problem so, was? Is that this anime became the number one anime for a very short time. So, it's so do, good. Should, should we establish what Interspecies Reviewers is? Because we kind of glossed over that. <laughs> I mean, I feel like based on the title, people they can kind of understand. So, I mean, Alright, no, 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 I got this, I got this, say, I got this, I got this, I got this. Look okay, it up okay. on a very specific website that has P and H in it. Oh, that's all I got. That's all I got. Oh. That's yes, all I got. Okay. <laughs> so, so for, so I mean, yes, that's where you can watch all of it for real. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a series about, without all the good stuff getting taken. It's out. a series exactly. about a group of adventurers who go around to a uh, brothel street. I believe it is. They they go to multiple brothels. I don't know if it's just it's a one street? specific street. In, in, is it? Yeah. Well, the thing is, they do travel occasionally, but they mostly stick to their town. Well, yeah, I know. I'm talking about in the town. I didn't think it was just I, one street. I, I thought it was, like, multiple called... spots in the town, because there's, like, the one back alley place. It's like their red light district. It, I think it's called, like, Sucky Street. Oh, wow. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah, neither would I. But it's, like, it's literally just a show about, you know, these guys who are, like, like they're literally having waifu wars they're like no these monster girls are the best no these kind of monster girls are the best and they're like you know what let's go settle this right now so they literally just go to a bunch of brothels and then rape them and then it be and they wrote about yeah, it and they bring in, like, along articles. they bring along a halfling and a beast man they bring along their friends like different like they bring along different like um species of people uh monsters demon elves, whatever, de- mm. angel whatever they and the thing is they're like they'll rate the monster girls for that species and they'll be like yo like the uh for like a pixie an elf would be okay with that and a dwarf is like pretty small so they can probably like take anyone but when it comes to like a human you get very limited choices because your dick's too big and you're gonna split them in half <laughs> in before crim shows up and shames the whole entire crim shows up planet. and they're just like sorry you can't have nobody yeah. your dick's too big <laughs> yeah honestly it's, it's one of the better worlds because there appear to be no problems aside from the fact that like the introduction of Krim is that Krim is getting attacked by, like, an ogre. Yeah, but, well, that's why I said but the Zell, only issue is stray monster. Yeah, well, to explain to the audience, Peter. Yeah. Well, but fine. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, so it, it really comes down to, like, yeah, it, like, there's monsters wandering around, but, like, Zell and uh, Stunk are capable enough to take them out, so, like, what's They're the really deal? good, too. They're like they're like so good that they're almost like cocky about it. I, they yeah. just don't. I, they're just like I just can't wait to finish taking out this two story tall golem so I can get back to town and fuck. I mean, that's, dog that's kind of thing that's implied is that Stunk and Zell are like kind of one of the better adventurers around, which is hilarious because they do not I mean, portray yeah. that at all. But yeah, honestly, I, I'd say this is my vote for like best best fantasy fictional world. That's your vote for best. Yeah, best anime of the year, 2020. <laughs> that too. Not, not much competition, but 2020. Yeah, it was that. It was at the top of the charts for a hot minute. Oh yeah, it was a yeah. literal hot but that, minute. That's that's because of that fucking like whole contra- controversy with that Dude, then, like, uh, YouTuber. Everyone took it off of like their streaming services. 
Oh my god! Yeah, once they realize what they got into, they're like, "Oh, oh no, god, we need a backpedal as, as, as hard as we can." As soon as everyone nope, nope, realized, nope, nope. as soon as everyone realized, "Oh no, this is softcore porn." <laughs> it's not even. It, it's just it like a- after episode four, it just goes straight to porn. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, oh, you got four yeah. episodes. Yeah, you literally have four episodes before you before you really realize what rabbit hole you went into. You're just like, this is just porn. <laughs> this is not even softcore. This is just straight up. Porn. It is literally a full blown scene of a so, slime girl and the elf dude who just gender switched. So <laughs> the reason that the hmm. slime girl scene was as explicit as it was is because it doesn't feature a dick, which uh, it's the tentacle theory isn't allowed to show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's why te- that's why tentacles became a thing. But we're getting very sidetracked. Yeah, that's <laughs> very off the point. If we're gonna talk, going down so getting, if, if we're gonna start talking about like sex stuff, we'll have to save that for another time. Yeah, we'll save that for the <laughs> sex stuff episode. <laughs> yeah, so I'm sure we'll have that. Uh, rounding around to my turn, uh, I present to you, to the Midnight Society, uh, the world of the Witcher. <laughs> <laughs> which is also yeah. incredibly terrible yeah yeah it's like like it's uh it's like when you go to a family get together and your drunk uncle is just going on about the stupid shit that he does but, and you're like that's entertaining but i don't want to be a part of it oh yeah like like the story surrounding Geralt is entertaining i was gonna say the drunk uncle that's incredibly racist because man does that permeate the world of the witcher <laughs> Oh yeah, it's just like it's a very... everyone's super racist. All the humans hate the non-humans, and then all the non-humans hate the humans because it's... because the humans hate the non-humans. <laughs> it's just a vicious. Cycle and then it's just like, well, racism. there's there's good monsters, uh, but all the humans hate them because they're not human, and it's just a disaster. But yeah, the world of the Witcher, uh, it's a dark fantasy for anyone who doesn't know, um. Basically, imagine if uh, medieval times progressed as normal, but then, like, a plane of magical nonsense collided with our plane, and then it just got mixed up. And suddenly, yeah. like, medieval times was infested with monsters and magic, and it was oh, bad. Oh, no, not medieval times. I love that place. Oh, yeah. Imagine if medieval times collided with, like, wizard, like, LARPing. <laughs> <laughs> and that's essentially I mean, I, what happened. It... I was about to say that doesn't sound so bad. You're making it sound pretty cool. Uh, I mean, yeah, except like, well, maybe not. Except cool. the people of middle, medieval times were not prepared for actual fucking monsters. That's true. They're like, damn it, this is not within our budget. Yeah, and then suddenly, like, there's mages everywhere, and like elves and dwarves and halflings and oh my, monsters and everything, and yeah, it, it's just bad. Like, it's. I mean, it also kind of harkens back to what we were just talking about with uh, interspecies reviewers, because there's a lot of monster fucking going on in that, too. Not really. <laughs> like, you can definitely, like, the succubuses and the witches and Okay, well, li- witch- anything witches that... are people. Like, humans and no, he, no, here's the magic. Here's the way to look at it. Here's the way to look at it. Interspecies reviewer, you'll at least live through the experience. Witcher, you might not come out at least you might live, but you're probably gonna be missing two limbs. Yeah, Witcher. If, you're, if not, if not death by snooze, then missing testicles. <laughs> I, I mean, there, there's a lot of sex in The Witcher, but it's between humans and elves, and like, yeah, the the succubi. But like, man, like, world of interspecies reviewers, you make a wrong turn, you get laid. 
uh, <laughs> The Witcher, you make a wrong turn, you're dead. Yeah. Or or and... in, or in uh, Geralt's case, you make a wrong turn, show up at a castle. Surprise! <laughs> yeah. Oh, Surprise, you have a child you have to take care of now. What? <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, but yeah, like... That's the it... worst thing about that world. Surprise, the, the children! Surprise. <laughs> oh, the very long surprise. I, I love the law surprise. It's just like, give me something you don't know that you have. Oh, fuck, it's child. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, like, it, it's just like, e even if you live in a city, which which in The Witcher, like, cities typically good places, unless there's like a vampire serial killer, or like other vampires, or... There's, like, monsters that live in the sewers and drag people down into the sewers and eat them. Mm -hmm. And, like, also mages are the most powerful people in the world, but they're also incredibly petty <laughs> and vain. <laughs> like, there's literally a part in the books where, like, Geralt is in a feud with a wizard. Um, And basically what happens is he's like, Geralt is like, yeah, we're gonna duel wizard. And then he shows up at the duel spot and he's like, you know, you could have just, like, fried me with a lightning bolt the second you saw me. Why did you wait? And, like, Geralt's a... He's the main character. He's in it mostly immune badass. And it's just like, yeah, that that's true, actually. If a, a wizard could just fry anyone at any moment with a lightning bolt. If hmm. they choose to do so. Yeah, there's very little good in the Witcher world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, the, the thing that makes Witcher entertaining is that, like, the comedy is kind of on point. And that kind of breaks up the fact that it's terrible. <laughs> it's the only shining light of hope in this dark, dark world. I mean, yeah. I feel like that's also, like, a general survival mechanism, too. So, is that, like... Which which I think they portray that pretty well, too. Is that, like, in the face of a really bad time, people are bound to be cracking a lot of jokes just to, like not really fall to those, like, dark times. Yeah. I love, the whole, I love one. It's the whole, let me cope! Yeah, one, yeah. one of my favorite moments in uh, Witcher 1, where um, Geralt has amnesia, and he hangs out drinking with uh, Dandelion, Shawnee, and... Um, oh god, who is the dwarf that shows up in every game? <sighs> dwarf, Zoltan. you might know. Zoltan. And... They're, Geralt's like, alright, so, like, I have amnesia and shit. Like, what have I missed? Like, I, I apparently have an extravagant life. Tell me about some of the friends I've made. Like, well, there's this, like, high vampire you were friends with named Regis. He's like, why would I be friends with a vampire? And they're like, he, he was a nice guy. He's like, he, he's a vampire, though. Like, what, what are you talking about? And they're like, Geralt's like, the next thing you're gonna be telling me is that gold dragons are real. And they're like, well... <laughs> you are friends with one of those two. <laughs> He's like, gold dragons aren't real. And they're like, yeah, that's what you said back then. <laughs> but yeah, uh, passing the puck back to Terrell. Um, so this is this this is going to be like a personal best in, in terms of like things, because I'm more invested in this side of like sci-fi. Um, and this is going to be like kind of a, a split thing. Uh, I'm gonna say Mech Warrior and or Armored Core, but like relatively anything Mecha would be like in terms of like my best like world for me to live in. Um, primarily because like 
my inner child wants to try it. Who doesn't want a giant pilot robot? I mean, <laughs> damn it, I mean, there goes I the hate, flub. I hate driving, so... Yeah, but you're driving this thing mm. that could crush everything under it. Also, in terms of, like, Armor Core and Mech Warrior, and there's a reason why I bring up these two at the same time, is that, like, generally speaking, the worlds are pretty open, quote-unquote, so you mm-hmm. have space to do whatever. Um, Armor Core is more so on the, the side of, like, depending on which game you play, it's like, the Earth has gone to shit, everybody's living up in the sky, so it's a constant battleground on Earth. But, like, it's not shitty, though. Because you got, like, this badass band of mercenaries, um, aka Ravens, who pilot these armor cores, and it's just like, they handle their shit, they work for whoever they want to work for, they get paid, go on about their life. You know, if you wind up wrapped up into some weird political thing, well, that's your own fault. Um... Well, shit. Yeah, basically. Never thought of it that way. That, that kind of falls to point of view for, like, I think three of the Armored Core games. Whereas in, like, Mech Warrior spans the, a great chunk of our galaxy. I think our galaxy and then some. Um, and it's, like, multiple different factions involved in this. Like, the, like House Caritas, uh, House Steiner, stuff like that. Um, and you have... It, it's like a weird, like, feudal system in some of these places, or the, you got, like, the, um, you have the inner sphere and the outer sphere. The inner sphere are, like, more, like, put together, you know, they got the houses and shit like that that control things, and you got the outer sphere, which is, like, kind of lawless. Uh, mercs kind of roam there a lot more. Mercs bounce between stuff. Pirates are, like, more seen in the outer sphere. This, that, and the other thing. Um, well, or, uh, I forgot how to describe the outer sphere, but that's just a good purview for like the people who don't know too much otherwise look it up if you're really interested and correct me later um (laughs) but it's it's an interesting universe because like i like i like the idea of being a mercenary or a bounty hunter and both of these universes kind of hit that point for me where it's just like i can live freely i can just take these jobs as i want you know it's 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 my choice to pick these jobs to take these contracts go hunt this bring it back or just annihilate this yeah it's the freedom and that's what both of these kind of like um that's what hits me with both of these series is that you if you're a merc you have the freedom if you decide to sign up with any major thing that's on you that's your life you do you but i'm gonna continue being that merc that gets the job done just so i can get paid hmm yeah, I can see that. I like that. Yeah, that Sa- sounds pretty sounds cool. Like, sounds like you want to, an open world mecha game life. Oh, don't. That is literally <laughs> a wet dream right there. <laughs> if there was ever an open world Legend mecha, of Zelda I would, Gundam, I would lose my shit. Like, Breath of the Mecha. It, it's like, Mecha's my thing. Mecha is my thing. Like, I love Gundam. I love Armor Core. I grew up with Mecha. I grew up with Mecha. Um, you know what upsets me is I wish I was into mechas. I don't know why. I've never been into really anything. Like I don't know if I would consider Neon Genesis Evangelion a mecha. Oh, of course it is. I, yeah, of course it is. it is. I would consider. I mean, it. technically it is, but other than that, I don't really watch mecha anime. I, I mean, I kind of have the feeling I also kind of wish I was into mecha because it seems like super interesting. It's just it's a it's a passing fancy. Yeah, here's mm. here's here's where I'll, I'm gonna just like divert for like two seconds because I've mentioned this to many <laughs> other people too. Yes, two seconds. The, the thing with not literally two seconds. <laughs> One, the two, asshole. Two. The thing with mechas is that it it 
it's a niche thing. It only hits like certain people the right way. I don't know how it got into me so deeply that I'm so into it. But I think the biggest thing about some of these mechas, and I can use Gundam as this example because it's it's you can see this in most of the Gundam series, is that sure it's a mecha show but there's a lot more than just the mecha like in some of them you got a lot of political intrigue going on you have people trying to to define their morals or where they stand the mecha is just kind of like in a a um an attachment to some of what they picked pick and choose to like aim this at um like <sighs> oh no yeah a lot a lot of mecha anime is actually like secretly a uh space opera <laughs> yeah there we go that's what i was looking for yeah. but there, a lot of them are space operas so it's it's kind of like i understand why it's not going to hit everybody i understand why the genre as a whole might not mm-hmm. get a lot of people but the people that it does get are tried and true to the genre and they all love it and we all come together for like one thing that's like major like say damon x machina came out for the nintendo switch there were so many people from the Armor Core fandom, me included, who were just salivating at the glands for this game. Because it was like, this is the most recent Armor Core we will get for a while. And we were all on board that shit. Yeah, no, a lot, a lot of mecha anime is like a space opera in the guise of something else. Much like um, a, a lot of kaiju movies are actually political things in the guise of mm-hmm. a kaiju movie. <laughs> Yeah, and I think that's the biggest reason why I like stuff like this is because you have all this like political stuff or like you get to you get to kind of like figure out like in this world what would I be or in in this yeah. position what would I do? That's why I like these mechas or these these like sci-fi operas because it really does get me thinking, which is why like I said I like Mech Warrior and Armor Core because I realize that I'd rather be in the position of the mercenary where I can take these contracts, but if something didn't feel right, if it's up to me and I felt like this whole entire thing is going to go wrong and it's going to affect a lot of people, I can choose to, like, abandon that contract and fight against this thing. Like, sure, it might be a one-man war, but I realize that I don't have any ties to these people and they're doing wrong. I should stop them, or I have the chance to stop them. You have your own moral obligation that you can or you do or do not have to follow exactly that's kind of thing i love about mercenary stories is that like yeah it's that very like neutral opinion of just like i can stop anytime i want it just all depends on my moral code yeah Yeah, everyone has their own code to follow and you kind of get to see that in in mech warrior to a degree um, there are stories for Mech Warrior. There's like books for them. It's there. It's a very old. It's known as BattleTech. Um, it's very old, and there's like a lot of stuff like that. There's some stories that I think follow mercenaries and stuff like that. But you get to see like where some of the characters' moral stand standpoints are, depending on like if they're part of a house or if they're a mercenary or this, that, and the other thing. Um, and it, with Armor Core, you're more than likely in some of these series playing the role of one of the mercenaries. But your your character gets wrapped up in like this large political thing. But depending on like what missions you choose and how you in like not how you approach things, but what missions you pick up, it will divert the story in a certain way. So some of these have multiple endings. Um, and and that's why I love these worlds so much is because I get to pick these kind of outcomes based off of my own morals, and it kind of flexes how things happen. 
Yeah, I think that's kind of the appeal of Witcher, is that, like, mm-hmm. uh, I think all that game is, like, yeah, it's these fucked up morally gray areas, and it's like, how do you want to go about this? I but think yeah. that's what tends to make or break, like, how how much do I love this world? Do what I want to be in it? And that's because, like, I know I'm not true neutral, but I am neutral to a, to an extent of, like, I'm not really picking a side if it's not going to harm anybody. Like, I frankly true, do true. not care. True neutral is a hard path to walk. It really is. Tell my wife I said hello. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Neutralians. So, that being said, passing the puck along, Freddy. Alright, I had a more of a hard time trying to find a best world to live in. I feel like I it was much too. harder to do that. So I came up with three, but I think the one I'm going to go right off uh, what he would Terrell was just talking about. I'm gonna say Gundam Build Fighters would be the world I think I would love to be in. Oh God, so yeah, us, you, I yeah, I'm tagging us, on that one. Give us one. the premise. So Gundam Build Fighters is basically I'm trying to word this correctly. I'm horrible at describing things. Um, here. I think I can help you on this one. Uh, yeah, so so you know how like most of us are really into building like gunpla, like Gundam figures gunpla, and shit like yeah. that. Now. Take this whole entire real world scenario here, like our world. Now give us the ability to use those on like a tabletop system that allows us to control the mechs. And like, yeah, and it turns into like a three D environment, and like you can actually like control the mechs and have like weapons and all this crazy shit happening. And it's like a big tournament, and it's just crazy. Like I would love to be in that world where you can sit down, craft out an awesome gunpla, and then just bring it in. It's just see how good you actually are yeah it's so just like, like so it's just like friendly tournaments yeah it's friendly tournaments, yeah, it's friendly and, tournaments. and you build them yeah you yeah. build them you can kit bash you can build them straight like whatever your imagination can think of with a gundam figure or like mobile suit or whatever mm-hmm. you can make it and you can throw the sucker into the fight it would. Yeah. It's. It's, the, it's. This just sounds like the best Rock'em Sock'em robots. Ever. <laughs> Basically, it pretty much is. It's. I mean, it's, yeah. it's Rock'em Sock'em robots on crack, adrenaline, and without the risk of killing yourself. Exactly, and that's yeah. that's what I like because I don't I don't want to be, as much as being like a mercenary would be fun. You don't want the risk of death. Yeah. I don't want that risk of death. Yeah. <laughs> I can understand that. Because because I know I'm not going to be the. It's like you know when you're in a zombie movie. It's like, man, I'm going to make it to the end. I ain't making it. No, you're going to be one of the first one to die. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, as much as I love zombie apocalypse fiction, I'm like, no, I die. I'm I'm worthless. I'm useless. Like, yeah. I, like, all my video game trivia is worthless in the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> I mean, if I'm in my truck and I can just mow down zombies, I'm good. No, even then, like, trucks are not the best for mowing down zombies. Really? Like, yeah. No. No, ramming into a person is... <laughs> And yeah. a horde of people, yeah. like that's gonna slow. Yeah, you. That's yeah that stops. That's, that's momentum. gonna gum up the tires super fast. Gum up formula drive. It's fine. Poor truck loses yeah, it, out to bodies. It it gums up. <laughs> it gums up the tires. You that's lose true. momentum. Like, yeah, everybody is just a little bit slower. Mm. Yeah, like everybody's a speed bump. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, that, that that's basically like the grand premise of it, though, is that like. Everybody, and it's so it's so cool because you get to see like some of the most creative things. Like if you yeah. go onto the Gunplow Reddit, 
it's it's you basically see people doing that where they're either painting models differently because this is how mm -hmm. they like to see them or this is how they're like we're just going to get creative with it or you see kit yeah. bashes and they create something entirely new and it's like now what if these things could move and what if you could fight with them in like a tournament and just show off your skills or just show off what this thing could do Ooh, um, this just reminded me of a uh possibly good world i might be wrong Oh lord! Well, we'll wait for that yeah. one. Uh, real quick Zoids. though, just to tag. Yes, Zoids. I would love to be Which in that world Zoids, too. Zoids though. Okay, that's the thing is, I remember Ooh, two yes, Zoids. Actually, Zoids actually well, Gen... Terrell, wrap up, wrap up your thought. Yeah. Okay, so so just this is for anybody that's like really into gunpla and they're kind of curious about that whole entire idea. There is a thing on Reddit. Uh, I think it's like gunpla fighters or some shit like that or gundam fighters or mm -hmm. something like that if you look for that community on reddit they do like a tabletop version of that where you can like really? make I a kit know that. yeah you can make a kit bash take a photo of it and you can be like this this is like the weapons and shit that you you know you put on it they also have a whole entire google drive of how they set up the system to run on tabletop like how many That's points this really thing cool. is worth the kind of damage that this would do what would you roll yeah. this that and the other is I gotta find it. I'll link it to you. I'll link it to you, Red, uh, Freddy, at some point. I'll put in the gun, yeah, the definitely. Gundam thing at some point. But um, it's there. I found it, and I was just like, if I get back into building, and if I can kit bash, this is what I'm gonna do at some point. Is at least try this once. Um, yeah, but I'd, you could find people down. on that on that uh, Reddit to go against, or it's it's a huge community of people that want to fight with Gundams. <laughs> that's basically it. <laughs> I mean, that's why that's what I want. This world, I want that. That's all I want. That's all he wants from That's life. That's all I want, people. We are so close to having that, too. That's the sad thing. I, just I want, know. I want combat. <laughs> but, um, yeah. but, yeah. So, Zoids. Because the two Zoids I remember, I know there's more. But yeah. The two I remember is the one where it's just, like, a weird tournament where no one dies. Oh! With, you're wait, talking about the ones from the 90s. Entry. Yeah, yeah, with, like, yeah. Liger Zero. Yeah. Oh god, that was I have that somewhere. That's New Century Zero or something like that. Uh, right? Zoe's New Century, I think it is. That might yeah. be New Century. There's that one. That that seems like a fun world because it's just like pilot these weird animal robots and just fight each other. There's no life or death situation. It's fine. I don't yeah. remember why they were fighting. I think it was just for prestige. Yeah, New Century Zero, and I think the other one that he might be thinking of. I'm gonna take a pot K shot before you get to I it. I want to say Chaotic, Chaotic Century. Chaotic Century, which yeah. was yeah. the prequel where it was like a bunch of like, uh, like rebels like piloting Zoids to like fight the Empire or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, th I that's a good example of the best and worst because it's just like yeah, New Century, good, everything's fine and safe and fun. You get to pilot robots and kick each other's yeah. asses and then chaotic century is just like no we're rebels and guerrilla fighters like fighting for our lives oh. in giant robots god yeah that, <laughs> shaped that... like animals it's such a cool concept too yeah and it sucks though about zoids the model kits are so damn expensive. Oh, oh my god, yeah, I let's remember. not talk about that. <laughs> I bought like, a couple of them as a kid. And, oh, yeah. oh, no, that now they're like $180 yeah. for a kit. Yep. Oh, Jesus. Yup. And I've never bought uh, any kits. I don't know what the re relevance of prices are. Um, uh, It depends on which kind of kit, really, this, that, and the other yeah. thing. Yeah, but there is a Kotobukiya does the Zoid stuff, and they're always like just more expensive. I think it's Kodo Bukia, right? Uh, I can double check that. I think it's Kodo, but I'm not 100 on that one. 
Because I thought uh, figure arts also might have gotten their hands onto things. Um, oh, maybe. I don't know. I just remember, I know they used to do it. But yeah, that being said, are we ready to pass the puck? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. And I'm going to double check this thing. Is Freddy. No, not Freddy. No, not Pete. Why do you Other, do this? Again, why am I getting you too confused tonight? Jesus. Which is... Because we're so tall on the internet. Stop being so tall. <laughs> so jealous. Yeah, help it. Both of, both of you are like a foot taller than me. I hate it. It is Kotobukiya. <laughs> it is Kotobukiya. Yeah, okay. Pete, okay. what's yes. a fictional world you hate or love to live in? <laughs> okay. A fictional world that I would... Uh... You did love. Actually, so let's like, do I'm hate. looking at I'm looking at my you, list. You did hate and love, so I did hate and love. Wild card. Pick one or the other. Uh, real quick, I'm gonna apologize. You might hear okay. the dog just going ham right now, but okay. it's fine. <laughs> I literally cracked my toe so hard it showed up on my waveform. <laughs> Dude, I do that. I crack my knuckles. Uh, and shows up, so. Special guest Dale's toe. What do you got to say about this topic? <laughs> <laughs> just a quick just a quick pop. <laughs> yeah. So um the premise of this world seems very interesting. I don't know if anyone here is uh like I think we talked about it. No game. Oh my life. god, yes. <laughs> I love that. Like worlds. Like it's the premise is that in this world there's no fighting, there's no killing, everything is solved with games. And if you have a problem, you got to verse someone in a game and you have to both agree on the game. And it's like, and games are like binding world contracts. Just so, like reboot. Yeah. Similar, <laughs> but nobody dies. Except without actually, devastation. Actually, yeah. Now here's the thing. I have that on my list as worst because in this world, if you're caught cheating, you automatically lose, but that doesn't mean you can't cheat. And everybody, it's like a fucking loophole that everyone exploits. Mm -hmm. So only the most clever people in the world and actual intelligent people are like the best. Humans are actually at the bottom of the totem pole because humans are not smart, as we all know, because we are humans. Yeah. And and uh, as myself, I feel like I would be towards the bottom of that totem pole of humans. So... Worst world for me. Pete, if I was a, you're, if I was a clever, you're smart. You just, I'm not. I'm smart. I'm just not clever. No, you just don't pay attention to anything. <laughs> hmm. I still, I still feel like I would be on the. This, this is like end. this is like your anime character development. Is if you learned to pay attention, you'd be like the main character. <laughs> <laughs> so what you're saying is, I should live in the world of no game, no life, and then take it serial. Like, super serial. Yes. I mean, no, we need a montage. Oh, shit. Training montage. Quick. Freddy, give me that beat. We're gonna have a montage. It's, it's literally just, like, ten cuts of everyone just showing you flashcards. <laughs> <laughs> like, just, I just, just, I just pay, I stare just at pay a... attention. Just pay attention. God damn it. Just pay attention. <laughs> I'm just like staring at a chessboard. I move one piece after three hours. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like that would be an interesting world to live in. Look, minus the shysters. But, um. Oh, yeah. Uh... It's li but that's the whole thing. It's a very interesting world, but I put it on worst specifically because I don't think I'd be able to. Because you, you do terrible. 
I would do terrible. I just like the like yeah. it would be a great. It's it's a it's one of those situational worlds where it's like the world would be fantastic for someone who's super smart. Like the main characters, the main characters are like on point IQ like of like two hundred and yeah, and it's and they're just that and that's why they were brought there by that world's god because they that world's god wants a challenge, kind sort of so. I'm not gonna go into the details of it. I'm just you. I'm pretty much given the idea of what the world is like. No, that's fair. And why? And why it wouldn't be great for me, but it would be great for somebody yeah. else. Which I believe the puck passes back to me. Yes, it does. Uh, and I'd say honestly, despite the events of the games, oh, I think Mass Effect would be pretty good. Okay. Because. <laughs> In I don't know games, why I thought of another game that you could have gone to. You're, uh, what what game? Uh, shit! What game have we played that I was just like, I'm trying to think of the name of it because I just I just vividly remember going, damn, this would suck. Oh <laughs> no, Dead I, think, Space. I think massive. Oh god, yeah, Dead Space <laughs> is terrible. That, like, despite the events literally... of the game, I was like, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> no, Dead Space is if it, Dead Space's world takes place if the Illuminati took over, so. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, no, not the Illuminati. Scientologists. Oh no, it's worse. No, yeah, Dead Space yeah, is like is. Scientologists take over. Like it is literally an allegory for Scientology. But no, mm. uh, Mass Effect is pretty good. Like out outside of Commander Shepard fighting destructive forces, like everyone seems to be doing pretty good. I feel like if you was in the position of not knowing that any of that was really going on, you'd be living. Which most people decent... aren't. Yeah. So you see, like, if you're oblivious to that whole entire scheme that's happening, as it's happening, like especially in three where it did happen, uh, yeah, I think you'd be living a decent life. Bad. Yeah, three is the yeah, only time where and... it gets really bad, and everybody is aware of it. But like the build up to then, if you're just some random no name dude, I think you're fine. Yeah, if you're just like someone chilling, you're like, yeah, you got like. You got the Asari, like, do you want to hook up with the Asari, or do you want to, like, day nice Turian, or... And now we're back to Monster Girl. Uh, essentially. <laughs> I mean, that's what Cycle <laughs> comes back full that circle. That is the deciding factor that, for all That's what Space Opera is, 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 like, yo, you want to hook up, like, a Turian? Like, I mean, yeah, they're, like, all Titans and what, shit, all, but, like... That's not all what Space Opera is. I mean, yeah, more or less, but yeah, like the the it's just fucking like the the, the world of Mass Effect is pretty decent. It's kind of like a utopia. I mean, there's the hmm. the dark edges that always happen. Like, yeah, like there's um oh god, what, what's that planet in two? Um, which one? Uh, the one that has like the strip club and like the uh weird like underbelly kind of area. Oh, I don't think that was a planet. I think that was a station. Oh, it was a station, yes. But yeah, that like that place that was just like the the dark like kind of underbelly of the galaxy. And it's just but, like, all right, well, but even I mean, this then, place I sucks. Think... But like, oh well, yeah, the place sucks. But like even then, I think people were generally fine there as long as they followed what's your face's rules and didn't fucking cross her. and and stayed out of like the lower districts. Oh dear God, whatever you do, please stay away from there. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, Mass, Mass Effect generally all right. Sorry. Which I believe goes back to Terrell. Um, shit, we've 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 bounced around on a couple of good ones that I'm already on board of. Omega, Omega is the name of the um. Oh yes, the, the Omega satellite. Um, God, uh, fuck, I got, 
I don't think I have anything right now at the top of my head. Primarily, for two reasons. One, we've nailed, like, a number of good, like, goods and bads here and there. And then reason number two is that we just, we are, like, hitting that, like, hour 10 mark. I mean, so uh, I don't know we, how... got, we got into 10 minutes, then. Okay, well, yeah, then we'll make it quick. Um, Yeah. Yeah, if we want to round off some quick ones, I'll say Pokemon. Honestly, I live yeah. in the Pokemon universe. It seems pretty okay. I have that in my best and worst lists. Yeah, I, I mean, say, yeah, that, one, <laughs> that one's walking <laughs> it, the line for me. It really depends on how literal the Pokedex is. Actually, yeah, yeah. Let, let's talk about this, because I feel like... Another, we can do this in another episode, actually. Yeah. This, actually, this might lead into the next episode. Yeah, there <laughs> we go. Good, so, there we go. Pokemon, start off with this. I'd say Pokemon is among the best and worst, depending on how, how true the Pokedexes are. And yeah. Also, by viewing the world of Pokemon, everyone seems pretty okay. Mm. So, I got two that I just thought of, like, that I can... One of them is the worst and... Not the worst, but it's one of the worst and one of the best. Uh, Monster Hunter. Uh, the second one is the Hack, which this one probably mm. also toes the line between worst and best, depending on who you uh, are. Dot, um, dot Hack is weird because it's it toasts our world but with a super high concept vr game yeah well yeah but like it still kind of fits the bill because i'm talking about like the game world itself because that's where it's mainly based on but it's the concept of the fact that like jesus christ the epitaph of twilight gets fucking serious oh really i didn't get that far into epitaph twilight Oh, I'm talking about the grand scheme of things. Like, if you follow things from Sign all the way into um, the newer series with uh, Kite and all of them, like, there's a lot of string connected strings where it's just like, oh, this gets serious, and it talks about AI. I mean, that, that's weird. That serious is complicated. <laughs> it it really is. But like, if you're like a random person, like I said, completely oblivious to things, you're fine. Um, the thing with Monster Hunter though is, once again, if you're a random person that doesn't that you're not a hunter, you're generally fine. But if you are a hunter, you live one of the most adventurous lifestyles ever. You get to see things constantly, but now you have to fight things like sometimes the size of Godzilla and Godzuki, on the other times the size of a T-Rex. I'm so glad you brought up Godzuki. <laughs> I'm not, not wrong, this is the general Godzuki. size of them. <laughs> like, you're fighting, like, either... either uh, monsters that literally sum up catastrophic forces of nature to like something that just likes eating monsters whole. Mm. Like you have mm. that extreme. It's literally like the most underwhelming of big monsters to like something that people have considered a god in ancient times in this world. And it's just like, I have to kill this? Or a monster that's so badass that it kills other big monsters for fun. So yeah, so that one's a monster alive. fighting another monster, and being like, "This is fun." <laughs> I literally, in, at some point in Monster Hunter, one of the monsters, Nergigante, fought a monster in front of you, killed it, didn't take the body back with it, didn't eat it, just killed it, looked at you, and flew off. Oh, don't even talk to me about that nerdy Dante. You can't see it, but I just did that normal what the fuck hit to <laughs> yeah. <eye> people. <laughs> I, I could hear it in your silence. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Monster Hunter is one of those things, like, if if you can manage to be the adventurer in that world, 
Yeah, you have one of the most interesting lifestyles. But you don't have yeah. to be that person, which is the cool thing. But yeah, I think uh, po- Pokemon's an interesting point to bring up, because it's just like, yeah, it's a weird world, and a lot of the Pokedex entries are fucked up. But mm-hmm. like, also, you have like a cool animal best friend. Yeah, that's really true. And yeah. like, yeah, I mean, if you can, if you manage to, you know, get which them, because you know, doesn't at, seem most that like hard. most of the time. No, it doesn't. But on occasion, they can just choose not to listen yeah. to you. So if they get too powerful. Oh no, not even yeah, that. I like, mean, if you're if you a bitch, and they're like, shit, why am I listening to this little fucking? Yeah, boy? <laughs> which but like at the same sense. time, it, I think. It, yeah, go on. Uh, it, it, like it, I mean, as far as like the game progression goes, when you get to like the later villages, it's like, well, how are any of those kids supposed to capture Pokemon there? But like, assumedly, it's all, it's all dispersed. Respect-based. It's all respect-based. Yeah. The more, more badges you have, your, your Pokemon's like, oh man, this guy's this guy's. T-. This like, man has as... ten badges. So there's only eight badges on this continent, Gary. <laughs> yeah, but but as Gary. far as like Pokemon goes, it's like yeah, like I. Oh god! What was the name of the uh, Sun and Moon region? Oh, like Hawaiian. Um, Aloha. 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 Yeah, yeah Aloha. Aloha. Yeah. So you got the yeah, Alolan. It's Alolan regions. Yeah, because yeah. like in in Pokemon, like you you could be like growing up in the Alolan region. You're like, yeah, I caught a Alolan like Vulpix, and like, like as a kid, we started off like a shaved ice like kind of booth. And then, like, got... using using Vulpix, yeah, vomit. using Vulpix's <laughs> powers, and like, over time, it became like the super popular brand that like all of the Alolan region like partakes in. It's like, yeah, like that's cool life. Yeah, I think the um the thing with Pokemon, like minus like the game progression, is that like in terms of like how are all these kids like catching some of these strong ass Pokemon? If they somehow befriend them, it's like a lot of war- like. It's kind of dangerous. Kind of dangerous to just walk up to a Charizard that could probably just suplex you from here into, like, Vermilion City. But, like... It's you know, a different region. Yeah, it do a completely different region. But, uh, it's like, you get to see, and I think this is why I also do like the Pokemon series a lot, like, Locate, is the fact that, like, the Pokemon that you catch, like, in my head, it's just like, some of them might not like you at the gate. But you do work to show that, like, you care about them and stuff like that. As long as you're not a dick. Like, these Pokemon will respond to you in kind. They'll realize that you have nothing but kindness and compassion in your heart. And you really care for them. Yeah, Um, as long as you give a fuck about your companions. (laughs) Like, guess what? They're gonna care about you. Yeah, and even then, even if it's not the ones that you you catch and train with and just fucking live out your days with, some in some of the and you see this in the Pokemon series sometimes is that they'll come across just random Pokemon and they just befriend them and then they both go on their ways. But every now and then, you know, you will count, encounter them again. Poor Butterfree, we haven't seen you since like the nineties. Oh, Butterfree is dead. We yeah. all <laughs> do. Yeah, I was gonna say. Okay, does anyone? Anyone else want to be brave enough to admit they teared up that episode? Oh my god, yeah. Uh, no. I cry a lot. Come on. Come on. I cry all Poke- the time. Th- there's yeah. been moments in Pokemon where I was straight up bawling. That's one of them. And the fucking like, scene with Pikachu crying. Like, dude, come on. Yeah, yeah. B- with Mewtwo. Like, the, oh, the, the movie. movie yeah, of course. A- everyone yeah. cried that, at that. And if they Literally everyone and cried. If someone's... There's not a single person if so- who didn't cry. If someone says they didn't punch them in the nuts... <laughs> and tell them that they're alive. Exactly. 
It wasn't the fact of what happened to Ash. It was more like I've never seen like a more innocent Pokemon that sad before. It was just like that was devastating. It's like that was devastating. Yeah, no, that's because if it was just Ash turning the stone, it would have it wouldn't have been as emotional. It was the entire scene that no, made that, it that's ca- that is the definition of character progression because Pikachu hated Ash at the start. Yeah, yeah. and then yeah. he got turned to stone, and Pikachu's like. But but if you're not around, how am I gonna hate you? <laughs> <laughs> Pikachu had given up hating. Oh him no, I know. I'm just saying that's oh. it's a Sundari joke. No, but Pikachu Pikachu yeah. is definitely the grand example of what He's I mentioned. He's just like Pikachu. <laughs> but, but no, Pikachu is the but grand example tur- of what I brought turn up. Turn back, turn turn back to flush Baka. <laughs> <laughs> because like Pikachu out the gate, when Ash first got Pikachu, Pikachu did not like him. And Ash was no, supposed to be his trainer. He but didn't after... like the idea of indentured servitude, which is understandable. Yeah, extremely understandable. I mean, yeah, same. But, like, after... He didn't like being in the Pokeball either, which I can respect. But, like, the thing with Pikachu is that after Ash went through the whole entire trouble of taking Pikachu to a Poke Center and just because he flubbed his first, like, quote-unquote fight or capture, uh, and Pikachu just got bapped like a motherfucker, um... Yeah, and he's and, and Pikachu saw that Ash was willing to lay his life down against a whole entire murder of sp- like freaking uh, Spiros. Yeah, Spiros. Spiro, yeah, yeah. Spiros and and I think at one. No, yeah, several Spiros. I think it was Those several. several? Uh-huh. Okay, either way, a whole murder of birds. He was going to lay his life <laughs> down for this Pokemon. <laughs> Pikachu was like, okay, maybe this is the okay one. It came through. He's like, this guy is not just my uh, trainer; he's my partner, yeah. Detective Pikachu. Like it, it took it took a solid like it took one whole episode to pretty much make that break, but they did it in like an interesting way. Where it's like, you, yeah, it's like Pokemon just won't straight up outright listen to anybody. They they will pick and choose who their masters are, so they could just outright just be like, we'll we'll never listen to you, even if you catch us, we will never listen to you. Also, I just want to say. I looked up what the term for a group of vultures is called, because that's essentially what Firo is. Mm-hmm. A group of right. vultures is called a committee. <laughs> <laughs> committee adjourned. A committee, a venue, or a vault. Jeez. Ooh, a vault. That sounds aggressive. I, I love, like, terms for multiple animals. My favorite is uh, tigers. So oh, tigers are solitary. Okay. This is a dumb aside. Is it, uh, but is it a pro- the pride? No, ti- no that, that's oh, lions. Oh, oh tigers! A right. group of tigers is either called a streak or an ambush. Ooh. <laughs> that's very accurate. <laughs> because if there's multiple tigers, you're you're dead. <laughs> That's the mm-hmm. definition of an ambush. That is, uh... <laughs> that is good. <laughs> but yeah. I oh, think, hey, we uh... just walked into an ambush of tigers. Yeah, yeah I can see <laughs> that. Oh, no, 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 no. This is more than one tiger. It's called an ambush. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. This tiger is ambushing us. No, 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 no. It's just one tiger. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> you know, hey, guys, you know what else has ambushed us? At uh, the end of the podcast? <laughs> At the end time. Exactly. Yes. Same I mean, way. we, we kind of knew about it. It didn't ambush us. Yeah. I mean, it kind of snuck up on me. It's still yeah. So, 
what what do you guys uh based on this uh conversation what we what did we learn? We learned that Monster Girls makes the world. I mean, yeah, that's <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. very true. That, would, that and most of us would want most of us want to be free, or want to break yeah. free. Damn it, I fucked up the reference. I was saying. <laughs> Damn it, Freddie Mercury is just, just so disappointed right now. <laughs> no, he's not mad. He's just disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. Thank you again for listening to another great episode of the Internet Nobody's Podcast, and we will catch you here next week when we talk about. The best slash worst world to ever live in, Pokemon. My name has been Dale, and uh, I'm hitting up Seku Street after this. Anyone want to join me? Yeah, I'm down. Fuck yeah. I'm down. My, I, mean, I gotta get in my giant. I don't, even know if I, I don't even know if I want to do the outro card. <laughs> <laughs> What's your name, shit. you piece of I'm shit? Close, I'm closing the book on this shit. <laughs> so I'm gone. That's Pete, and he's leaving. <laughs> and that's um, Terrell. He's also joining me. Uh, I'm Terrell. I'm the mech nerd. Apparently, I, I think I just well established that fact. Yeah. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thank you All for right. listening. <laughs> 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 All right, I'll just do the end card anyway. Will extreme rock'em sock'em robots take off? Will Warhammer get any kinder? Will Pete ever return from the horrible land of Monster Girls? Find out next time on the spoiler. Podcast. Alert, he's probably not coming back from that one.